0: Hello, I'm Amelia Ruby, and you're listening to my tiny tarot practice. Today's card is the King of Wands. In the Rider Waite Smith illustration of the tarot, the King of Wands is, like all of the kings, seated on a throne, looking out ahead, holding a wand in this case, cloaked in a red gown, a yellow cape. Um, a green mantle with a golden crown above their head. And the king of wands features the salamanders that we saw on the knight of wands, but where those salamanders uh heads did not reach their tail in their circling motion, these do. We've come to the completion of the wands cycle with the king The king of wands then is the maturation of fire. It's the end of this fiery journey that we've been on from the ace to the 10, the page to the king, the journey of our creative force, our energetic force, our sexual force, our desires in our lives and in our society. The King of Wands then becomes the the ruler of these desires or a leader in this way. And I really enjoy how um, Rachel Pollack in 78 Degrees of Wisdom talks about how the kings are where success meets social responsibility. And so with the King of Wands, we have creative success the mastery, perhaps, of our creative energy and desire and fire, meeting the social responsibility of tending to our communal and collective flames, of guiding our creative energies, of supporting our sexual desire. All of that comes up in the King of Wands. And I think that's also why Rachel Pollack says that the King of Wands is a very confident leader right? You know, all of the wands things, the creativity, the energy, the sexuality, they bring a lot of charisma. The king of wands, if you know someone in your life who really has that uh, life, that life force is so strong in them, and they draw people toward them magnetically as a result of that, That's a very king of wands figure. And some of us become the king of wands at different moments in our lives. And that's a really beautiful position to, to hold where you are channeling your life force and exuding that energy and in this relationship with it of of success and social responsibility. For me, I really like to, I I don't feel that way that often, I'll be honest. (laughs) So I like to channel the King of Wands when I'm trying to channel a lot more self-trust. Because the king of wands has managed to connect their creative energetic force, life force to the world. they have like, it's like, it goes beyond them now. They exude it, as I said before. And so often I either struggle to find my life creative force in myself. I struggle to materialize it in the world. I struggle to share it with others. And the king of wands has no, no, problem or blockage with that flow of force. And so in moments when I'm struggling to trust myself, when I'm struggling to share my convictions, my beliefs, my creativity, I like to channel the King of Wands as a reminder of self-trust and of social responsibility. Because a king of wands gone awry is someone whose life force and creative energy can totally demolish everyone around them, right? Can just run people over, much like fire, when out of control can do the same. But that's not the nature of the king of wands. The king of wands has a much more inflow and empathetic, I would even say, or like socially responsible way of channeling and exuding their force, People trust them as a leader. That's when we trust ourselves in that way, a trusted leader. So I like to channel the King of Wands when I need to be my own trusted leader, particularly when it comes to energy and creativity. Thank you so much for listening to my Tiny Tarot practice. If you in, want to find any of the resources that I've mentioned in this episode or any others, please head to the show notes and check out my bookshop page where I've been curating a really beautiful list of books and decks that are guiding me in my tarot practice. I think you'll enjoy them. So I hope you'll check that out. Until next time, I hope that you are able to cultivate sweet, sweet self-trust.